Hey folks, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. And I'm Dylan. And here on Trek to the Holodeck, we are finding and rating every single episode of Star Trek that features the holodeck. Uh, and for those of you who may not be familiar, the holodeck is a part of Star Trek that is basically video games, like VR, storytelling, film. It's just like how they spend their time, how they waste their time. Yeah. And the holodeck, for those who don't know... Wait, did you just say that? Oh my yeah. god, did you say we what the holodeck is? a time is? loop again? Jesus. Oh, fuck! Um, <clears throat> sorry. You might be asking yourself, how do these assholes judge these episodes? If, uh, you know... How is it a good one and how is it a bad one? Right. We have our, our patented DRASC system, uh, which stands for drama. Dialogue. Di- dialogue. Good Lord. It's okay. It's dialogue been a long time Roman. since you messed that up, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Uh, dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. And yeah, uh, yeah that's how we judge them. Mm-hmm. We, in those On categories. a scale of one to five for mm-hmm. every single one of those categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this week we have uh, decided to do a two-parter. So there's going to be two episodes. Uh, we're going to rate each one of them separately. So mm-hmm. uh, so hold on to your butts on that one. Um, we're doing The Killing Game Part 1 and 2, Voyager Season 4, Episode 18 and 19, I believe. That's correct. Bingo. Yeah. Boom. So Bingo, bingo. Bingo, bango. Uh, um, Go to a, a weird uh, army surplus store. Yes, yes, yes. Grab yeah. your yeah. Uh-huh. your um, your Thompson machine gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, right your, from the army surplus store. Your your Thompson, Thompson machine, machine gun. Guns. Yeah, and then, they're like, we never sold this. We just never could sell it. I don't know. We why. have so many extra Thompson machine guns. Do you want one? Because we're just trying to. It's surplus. We're just trying to get rid of them. Franklin Roosevelt mobilized the American military. In the 1940s, and they just actually, made so many. We just have actually, so many of with them. your Thompson. Do you want like this bazooka? Because we just have so many bazookas. So many bazookas. So, like, just take a bazooka. There's so much surplus bazookas here. Like, I was so, looking for something a little bit more <laughs> exotic, and like, oh, do you want to go into the Nazi closet? We have so much Nazi stuff. We have so, so a weird amount of Nazi stuff. For some I'm gonna reason. skip the Nazi stuff. <laughs> I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm just gonna skip you, the Nazi stuff. There's a bunch stuff. of Nazi stuff in here. I got so, Nazi flags. I got Nazi. <laughs> Hey man, look, look, Army Surplus Store. I do not want any Nazi stuff. Okay, because okay, I can take you down to the basement. We got like not, not Nazi torture devices. We got no, like Nazi no, no, books. No, no, no? no. if you find yourself in this situation, <laughs> take the guns and the jackets that the guy offers you and refuse to be taken to the Nazi room. The Nazi room. Uh, but he will offer to take you to a different room that's like a little movie theater. Uh, yeah, but he what? says, this isn't like a Nazi movie theater. It's just like a normal movie theater. So go into the movie theater with him. Uh, or It's not a movie theater. It's like a sound room that you listen to stuff. There's no screen. I lied. Uh, so hold your guns and stuff and all your uh, World War II memorabilia. <laughs> like, it's like overflowing out of your arms. You have so much of it. Like <laughs> they, it, it, There was like a bunch of BOGOs on a bunch of Thompson, again, Thompson machine guns. <laughs> You spent like five bucks total and you you came out of this, you're into this sound room from the army surplus store with like way too much stuff. So sit your ass down and, uh, and believe these simulations to be this real. 
Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Oh, we've all I'm starting been to like this more and more. Yeah. <laughs> right, guys? Everyone's been in right? that situation. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to one of those like army su- surplus stores? They're actually pretty mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, they're they're yeah. pretty cool. They're also like they feel hoarder-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing is I, you know, I don't like, know why it's called army surplus stores. Maybe at one point they were selling surplus things, but in my opinion, that's an army thrift store. Like it's all used yes. equipment. <laughs> It's like it's not true. It's, I've been to mean? army surplus stores that are. It's all brand new shit. I don't think okay. it's. Sur- I mean, uh, I, well, I, sorry, no, I didn't joking. mean. I'm I didn't joking. mean to step on your feet. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> this the surplus aspect too is just I think like a great commentary on the American military industrial complex that too we much. make. We make so much <laughs> stuff that even the army's like, like we can't. We don't have a use for this. There's just yeah. We what do you want us to? We have everybody's got. We have so many guns and uniforms and stuff. I'm always tempted when you go up to like the cashier. They always have the patches, all of the patches there, and it's always incredibly tempting to grab one of those like veteran patches and try to buy it and have the guy look you and be like, "Really? What are you? What are you doing, man? Yeah, and then you and then you you turn it around on him. You're like, "Really, man? Why are you selling? What are you doing? Yeah, why is it here?" (laughs) Yes. Why is it here? <laughs> How many people from the USS Iowa from the Pearl Harbor attacks come through this store on a yearly basis to buy patches? Have you guys ever walked into an army surplus store and went like, where's your uh, civil war section? <laughs> and the guy's eyes light up. He's like... Oh, it's in the back. Do you want to see it? And you're it's like, oh, no, Nazi no, stuff. no. That was a joke. I do. N- I am so sorry. You guys, you guys are laughing about this, but you know, having grown up in Georgia, they're like, yeah, there's a civil war section for sure. Oh, do you I'm want sh- the I'm good sure. guys or do you want the union stuff? <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm going to go now. This has been fun. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, all right. The so, Killing Game. The Killing Game. Yeah, March 4th, killing 1998. Uh, this one was written by our our friend BB, Brendan Braga, and Ooh. Joe Manowski. Joe Manowski. Directed by My. the old hand, David Livingston. Yeah. Yeah. And music by our friend, Yokiro David Bell. He doesn't have the soundboard today. <laughs> he doesn't have it. Wait, no, it was right there. It. Did you not hear it? Didn't hear it. Yokiro David Bell. What? Hold on. Hold on. See, this is the point when I'm editing it. Yeah, and I'm not gonna he put just, it. In he's a bell just gonna noise. cut that in. Did you hear it? No. Did you hear it? No. You, you're not hearing any of this. Uh. Uh-uh. I feel like you guys are lying. To I me. can hear uh-huh. our station identifi- identifier, though. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so good, Shit, so man. good. It's Dylan, is it on a different screen? Do you have to have it on a, on the right screen in order for us to hear it? No. It's just broken. It's just broken. It's broken. You hear all David Bell. Bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes like a yeah. Thing. It's, it's a Taco, Taco Bell Bell. bell. Yeah. yeah, it's a Taco Bell Bell. Um, the yeah. Taco Bell Bell. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, now I want Taco Bell. 
Okay, Arth. Do, do you guys want to do a quick recap of the first part of this two-part episode? Yeah, let's yeah, part. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, this is, and I don't remember on. where they cut. Okay, I'll tell you where they cut, and you're going to cut it right out. Right before they fight. Okay, they, they cut out when Janeway uh, and Seven blow up the building. Gotcha, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Sick. Okay. All right. So, Darius, you have 30 seconds or less to recap the episode. Okay, all right. Let all me right. get the timer ready. Okay, it's ready. Okay, so pre-credit scene, we see Janeway as a Klingon, and we're like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then we kind of cut into the Herogens, and they've taken over Voyager, and now we go to the World War II game that they've put together, and we see Seven singing, we see uh, Janeway as the bar owner, and guess what? They're all in the Resistance, but we don't know it until later, and they're all fighting, and then we see Neelix on a bicycle, and then we uh, we uh, eventually uh, Tuvok thinks that Seven is a spy, and then there's boom, a big explosion and we find out ah. that the... Yeah. <laughs> you skipped, Close. like, the whole episode and then an explosion happens. <laughs> because, honestly, what happens? The building bangs. <laughs> the building bangs. The building bangs. Because, <laughs> honestly, this, this could have been one episode. I feel like they had... They had... And we can talk about this in the second episode, too, but I feel like they had, like, maybe... 55 minutes of content and they're like we only have 45 minutes let's stretch we it. only got 45 minutes so let's just do two episodes but i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. in the second episode they'll that is straight up what they did yeah uh, on memory alpha <laughs> really a source of a lot of our info yeah like they had one in a, they, they described it as they had one and a quarter episodes <laughs> of content and they were like shit what do we do and Instead so then they added this whole it down yeah <laughs> So then they added like this whole subplot, which I think makes it better of the Hyrogen culture needing to change and then a ton of battle stuff. And, oh, good. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, That's incredible. <laughs> well, uh, is this worth watching just for the holodeck content? It, it yes. is the holodeck. It, it is. This so is. That, that brings up something that we do need to talk about. Yes. How how are we going to judge what is the holodeck? Because in the past, we haven't talked or judged anything that happens in the medical bay. And there are hollow emitters in the medical bay. And the Herogen have started to put hollow emitters all over the uh They made the whole Voyager. ship a holodeck. They're like they're basically. like dads like <laughs> Adding extensions to their garage. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we're just going to like add a little here. An extension here. Like, and Harry, Kim, Harry Kim is the contractor. He's like, dude, your electrical system cannot it's handle fucked. this. It's <laughs> fucked. It's super <laughs> fucked. It's like, just do it. Just make it. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah, just get it done. I want to put an entertainment center above the My garage. Entertainment so, center. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's even structurally, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I just, I just want it, though. I don't just care. do it. Just do it. Yeah, the Herogens <laughs> in this episode are yeah are like a dad who wants to add on to his garage, and Harry comes like this isn't going to work, and they're like, I have to go to work, so get when I done. come back, get it done. <laughs> <laughs> and then they write him a check. And but how how are we gonna how are we gonna rate this? Because my I guess my uh, argument here is there is a moment. I know it's in the second episode. <laughs> But uh, I have to say it for my argument. Um, the, Janeway basically tells the lead Herogen, like, you've basically turned Voyager into a giant holodeck. Mm-hmm. And because of that line, I say we, we judge anything that is happening with holodeck characters outside of the holodeck. 
Uh, yeah, I think I think we should judge anything that there are holodeck characters outside of the holodeck. That's kind of the way I feel about it. My my feel is what is the intention? And with the hollow emitters in sick bay, it's just designed to be the doctor is that's him being projected into there it. for emergencies. But the intention for the hydrogen is to turn the ship into the holodeck, like Darius was saying. And yeah. to me, that means yeah, that's holodeck, okay. and that goes with what Darius is saying. In the excuse me, Dylan is saying that the characters are out there in different parts of the ship. Like the ship becomes a holodeck. So hundred percent, right. I think you judge those scenes because that is the intention. Right. But, but we're not judging any of the scenes that take place in the medical bay. No. Because there's no holodeck characters in there except for the doctor. Who's not a holodeck character. Yeah, he's a he's yeah. a kind of a person. We don't find that out yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, have we seen these Herogens before? Is this the first time that they come across them? We I see think, them. Yeah. Haven't we seen them once before? I think once or twice at least. Yeah. There's like a pretty there's an arc of Hyrogen characters. Yeah, I think there okay. might be a few actually because they're like I in think this, this might be the space. last time we see them, right? There, I think there's one more time in the seventh season where they show up, yeah, uh, where they like catch up, and you know, not to spoil too much, but Varge is like, "How are things going now that you've you know turned your voice a little bit?" It's all booked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do some uh, some some guest star shoutouts? Yeah, yeah, let's do let's it. Do it. Okay. Uh, as the lead Hyrogen car, we have Danny Goldring. He's done six episodes of Star Trek. Nice. Dang. Uh, we also got Mark Deacons as Turaj. Ooh. Turan? He's kind of like the fanatical Hyrogen, like, um, I'll kill him now. No, don't yeah, kill him. He's like, second oh. in command. <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh, four episodes of Trek and Star Trek Insurrection and Desperate Housewives. The game from 2006. I can't believe that Desperate Whoa. Housewives the game. <laughs> Wait, he is Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives is a, a narrative show, correct? Narrative TV show. Okay, I for some reason I thought it was a a um, reality show. I was like, I know yeah. reality shows are like scripted, but I did not expect like an actor to actively be in that. I think that's what Real Housewives, the intention was like, we'll just do Desperate Housewives, but for way cheaper by making (laughs) rich ladies be dramatic to each other. Um, We got Mark Metcalf as a Herogen medic. And he was Niedermeyer. Niedermeyer. Doug Niedermeyer from National Lampoon's Animal House. Crazy. Crazy. Doug God. Niedermeyer is the is he the dean of students? Neither I think so. Who's Niedermeyer? He? I think he's the dean of students in in Animal the bad guy. Uh, he looks kind of youngish in it. I don't know. Oh no, he's the crazy. He's like the straight military up military guy. Regular. He's like into military stuff, ROTC or something like that. Oh, is he the one that that like gets hit with the golf balls? <laughs> When they're doing so. ROTC down on the down on the field and they're hitting golf balls into the field, yeah, he's like super hated. Yeah, uh, like his the end scene is like you know, in, <laughs> you know how they do that parody of um, American Graffiti where they show like where everybody ends up. Yeah, yeah his is one. like he was killed in Vietnam by his own <laughs> by troops. His own or troops. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, anyways, he's placed a medic. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, in his f- film and television debut, J. Paul Bamer, Bomer, Bamer or Bomer, Bomer. Uh, he played the Capitan, the Nazi, <laughs> the one Nazi guy. <laughs> the one Nazi guy. And he would end up being on seven episodes of Star Trek. And guess guess what? Oh. In three of those episodes, no, excuse me. In four of those episodes, he's played different Nazis. Oh, no, I guess oh three God. of the episodes he's played different Nazis. Two of them he reprised Nazi role. Two back-to-back Enterprise episodes, but yeah. as different what Nazis. It, what does it Nazis? say about you? What does it say about you when Trek only casts... Star Trek only casts you as a Nazi. Uh, like that would suck. I just man. created like a Nazi character. Oh, get Bamer on a line. He's Bamer, fucking dude. great as being he a Nazi. Kills it. Like if I was an actor and I got cast as like four Nazi roles in a row, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is tough. This just feels wrong. <laughs> this feels wrong. There are dudes who are like on Generation Kill on HBO who like basically determined what their typecast for their careers would be from that show and they just always play like commanders and captains and stuff in the military now that but you know so what weird. they probably work they probably work yeah, a decent probably. amount I guess yeah and we finally have Paul S. Eckstein a young as the young Herogen he also was in seven episodes of Star Trek this feels like a, like a, a cast of like go to guys yeah yeah like solid Trek Bit roles. You can mm-hmm. sit in a chair and t- do makeup for five hours. He shows up on time at four a.m. Yeah, uh, he they plays work. a good Nazi. They that do the work. A good Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> we got fucking Niedermeyer. Uh, I love that. Uh, the the Herogen look like toasted marshmallows. They do. <laughs> they really like, do. <laughs> like flamed marshmallows. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> like, god! Pretty oh, good no, toasted marshmallows. Well, Yo. I got a hydrogen. Got a hydrogen marshmallow. Damn it. <laughs> but they look like they're good toasted. Like some right. parts got burnt, but there is a nice fade between the marshmallow <laughs> and the burn. Right. That they got going there on. There is that one hydrogen <laughs> that gets second and third degree burns that the doctor is told to treat. They're like, get this guy back to normal marshmallow level. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, but I got a guy who's dying over here. No, <laughs> he was left in the are, flames for too long. We're perfectly toasted marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> you are not supposed to put us in the flame. You're supposed to leave us on the side so that we get perfectly toasted. <laughs> uh, what were some favorite moments for you guys? Um, <sighs> I really love the mate, like their whole uh, thought. The car's like idea and his mission to like have the species move forward because it almost felt like the way he was describing it was like we hunt to discover and learn from other species so it's kind of this like weird sadistic version of the federation kind of like a bizarro world of them yeah they're like explorers, which I thought was really cool but they're hunter explorers yeah, and they hunt because they want to explore, basically. Yeah. And they and he he had the self, the self. Uh, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, awareness, awareness to know that like if they continued to do this, one their species will just end up dying because they'll find somebody who's stronger and better than them, and mm-hmm. and two like it's probably not as sustainable. I know he doesn't say this, but I'm gonna just throw it in there. It's probably not sustainable for the universe. And so like it'd be like, Hey, uh, you know all those rich people that are going out and killing uh like elephants and stuff like that? I don't know, maybe like 
do it in VR. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's what he did say. He said, yeah. like, what happens once we kill everyone? Like, once we don't have anyone to hunt. And the guy's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> We're hunting right now. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why are you Why are you bringing this up? Why are you making me think about this? We're, we're so, we're like, that's just not going to happen for a long time. There's so many and, species. And if it does happen, I'm going to be dead. doesn't matter for me. Yeah. And my kids will just have to deal with it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're, they're, it's strange that a, a species could advance to the point that they have, like, warp technology, but also culturally behave in this way. I wonder what the yeah. hydrogen home like was there pressure to get off the planet kind of like interstellar where they're like we're just we just ran out of stuff on our own planet we just kind of I think so <laughs> I think it's this drive to hunt and they killed everything so they're like we got to get off and go hunt other stuff Yeah which I is think it is just kind me of or a, do a their cool... guns look unwieldy They're very spacey they look they're like huge like Halo guns, yeah. or something. They look They're like huge. Men in Black guns, but Ooh, less cool. Yeah, Men in Black guns is like better. less chrome and less cool. Yeah, they go. It's interesting that like some of like a good chunk of the high Rogen are like, yeah, I'll play, I'll play the game, and they're like dressed up as SS people, mm-hmm. and then other yeah. ones are like, we're just kind of. They told us to do this. We're just gonna. We're just here. I'm just. I just couldn't fit into the. It's just so itchy, so I'm just I, <laughs> I'm just hoping I can kill one of these guys and we can just get get this thing moving. <laughs> I also love this is in the holodeck a little bit, but I love that the way that they play it like a video game that like you're not quite that into, and you're still using your own lingo and you're not fully in the role playing thing. Yeah, because they're like they go up to the head Nazi guy and they're like, uh, "So you're hunting these people." And he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. And he's like, the hunt? Hmm, yes. Like, the hunt? And he's kind of looking around. He's like, you haven't committed to the role play, play man. The game, like, <laughs> play the game, Play the game. Play the game. Play the game. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a like a thirteen year old invited his friends over his, or his and dad. It's like, <laughs> a really cool game that I want you to play. It's, it's like it's like Germany and Sick. World War II. Just like play by my rules, okay? Let's play the game. It's gonna be really cool. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I imagine it's his dad though, because his dad doesn't know. Like, and so like he's just like, all right, so dad, we're in this uh, like World War II uh, like bar, okay? He's like, oh, cool. So you guys are killing these people. You guys are just gonna like hunt these people down. <laughs> dad, play the game. Play, play the, the game, game, Dan. Play the, play the game. So I could just kill him right now. Like, no, no, no resistance, but we don't know yet. <laughs> we're just, we gotta like, just like enjoy it for a second. The, these guys are the equivalent of me uh, jumping into a story game, but wanting it to be an action game, and then just start shooting people when they start talking. And <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like you fucked the whole game up. It's like when you play Metal Gear Solid and you've just gone through like a forty-five minute cutscene. Like, I just need to have some agency. I, I just yeah. need to be able to do something. Because I've just been sitting here watching <laughs> stuff. Uh, I I love I love the hairstyle and the costumes. They really went all out with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Janeway in particular in her little Casablanca white tux. That was like, so funny. It's like perfectly campy. She's just like running around like Humphrey Bogart. It, it's 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 really great. You can tell that mm-hmm. they're having fun. Can I say yeah. though that like I get her policy. Like first rounds on me, but leave the war outside. But um, that's like a money losing policy right there. Like 
if you're going to be giving everyone who comes through that door a first round on you, are they really going to be ordering that many more drinks? I'm, no. I'm good. <laughs> yes, it's a bad policy. And I just would, I'm imagining a Hyrogen like walking out and coming back in mm-hmm. with like a mustache on. Like, <laughs> I'm here for my first round. I'm here for my first round. <laughs> and she's like, God damn it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just give him a free drink. Like, Leave the war yeah. outside. Yeah. <laughs> Either we're outside. Yeah. Um, I also love that I I think their blue uniforms are really cool. They're like uh meshy, like obviously kind of foam uniforms that they wear outside of the holodeck, the Herogens. They look cool up top, and then you get like a wide view of them and you're like Okay, maybe just keep it up top. <laughs> from like the shoulders up. It looks really cool. <laughs> they remind me their um, their uniforms remind me of like um, in Doctor Who the like uh, the robot the what are they called Alex um, no the no the the, the, like, the ones they, with the with like the, the weird ear things that they metal like, men or get whatever turned they're in, called they get turned into the the robots you put like the oh ear, the, yeah yeah what are they called the, the robo men. I don't Real know. I, I, I feel like I yeah. can just like make up Doctor Who names and they, they're all generally about <laughs> right. <laughs> the the uh, Robo Men. What are they called? The ro- Robot Men. The Tin Thinkers. Cy- they're literally Cyber called Cybermen. Cybermen. Cyber Thanks, Bigfoot. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Cybermen. That's what they remind me of like a weird kind of like not as angular Cybermen. Like, yeah. they could have done a better job with the uniforms. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of things going on in this episode. They basically shot this like a movie, this first episode and second episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought that, uh, to be honest, I-, I felt a lot of times like I-, I was having a lot of fun and then I would just kind of lose focus. And I think that's because they didn't do a super great job of in, of telling us why we should care about what's going on until mm-hmm. much later into the episode. And I feel like I would have liked maybe to see more of these like characters maybe like waking up from their neural interfaces a little bit, like realizing like something's wrong or weird or it's like, I don't know, like something's happening. Like my, Cause my, that's a classic, classic track thing. Yeah. yeah. My, my pitch, uh, would have been, uh, yeah, them waking up way earlier and then playing the part of being in their part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I loved the whole World War II thing. Like I thought they did cool. a great job with the whole World War II thing. Yeah. With exception to they just reused the set from Fairhaven. It's like, Fairhaven. It's Fairhaven. That city it, is Fairhaven. And the bar, you can see the right when ne- love Neelix on the bike, by the way. Neelix riding the bike. You great. can see the pub. The pub is literally like <laughs> there right <he> there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Neelix, that sequence, you just know that they were like, oh, yeah, we got, there's a great, we could just do a bike thing. You're going to love yeah. it. Yeah. We, we can get a great don't, shot. You're going to love it. <laughs> I'm, Neelix gets to play all the fun, like, bit roles whenever they do holodeck episodes. Like, he gets to be this guy who gets bullied and they rip his bread up and, like, pour out the half bottle of wine that he has. Yeah. And then he also gets to be a Klingon, which is just a Neelix delight. as a Klingon was so amazing. Yeah, it, it kind of makes up for the rest of the the. Again, is that uh, the second episode or the first episode that he plays both. the Klingon? He both. plays. Both. He starts playing. Yeah. They move him to the Klingon simulation yeah. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I like I like that shot a lot too. The village 
stuff. I guess this is yeah. all on Universal, I think. It's a Universal backlot. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, nope. I'm assuming we're just talking about the holodeck because the it's whole thing takes place in the holodeck. Basically, the whole thing is a holodeck. Um, yeah. I will there's, s- a moment that, yeah. Oh, there's a moment that I really love, and it's right when one of the Herogens is talking to the Nazi guy for the first time. I think it's it's Call uh, or Car, whatever his name is, is like ta- talking to the, the Nazi guy. And uh, the Nazi guy's like, we're Nazis and, you know, we're the Master Race and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, we just cool it with the Master Race bullshit. Like, you know, <laughs> we're trying to do something else here. And then he leaves and the Nazi guy is like, Heil Hitler. And he, the car turns around and is like, ah, fucking these goddamn assholes. And then doesn't say <laughs> and anything then he leaves. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Absolutely, I think that there's a little joke there in the sense that even the the writers like we got to make it clear that even these aliens hate Nazis, (laughs) right? (laughs) Their clear annoyance and disdain for them is so funny because they're like these fucking stupid. I God, I hate these. In that same scene, he's asking him about like you know the 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 Nazis going off about the master race, and and then it kind of gets thrown back on Car and. I just love how with so much confidence, Carr's like, no, that's why I'm asking you what you think of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I asked first. I asked first. I asked first. Nazi. <laughs> uh, I want to say that for me, my personal MVP, personal MVP for this episode is Harry Kim. Because <laughs> I feel like he was kind of written as a throwaway. Like uh, we don't like him. Like he doesn't doesn't get to be on the holodeck. But like making him just like all like oh fuck. Like I just I've been rewiring this whole ship all by myself, and they're, they're all just so mean to him. It's just perfectly yeah. Harry Kim to me. And yeah, he, he's fun. You get to see like a nice emotional range. Yeah, he gets to be. Um O'Brien, he's kind of O'Brien in yeah, this situation. Totally this is what I imagine O'Brien. O'Brien looks like all the time, <laughs> yeah. outside of all of his scenes. I don't know if this was like <laughs> intentional, but it felt like the Herogens, Carr, whoever, did a little bit of research on World War II, and was like, "Okay, so we're going to put Tuvok behind the bar, and we probably aren't going to use Harry Kim because there's a whole nother part of the war that's going on over there." We'll just do and they were being later. a little racist. Like <laughs> they, 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 they were probably being a little racist. Like, well, they're like, they probably are like, again, looking at it very pragmatically. Like, okay, well, he would be his culture would be Pacific theater, so we'll just do that next week. We'll do Iwo Jima and all that stuff. You know, <laughs> we'll do that next. We'll do. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, well, well um, excuse me, Herogens. <laughs> Harry Kim is Korean. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can't just lump them all together. Uh, Plus, you've got Balana playing a French lady. Chakotay is playing American military. I was wondering when Chakotay was going to show up, and the fact that they made him like the American general, I was like, I don't know if this rubs me the wrong way, but it definitely feels weird. I. This is an odd casting. I mean, if if there were, as we know, there were Navajo code talkers that were extremely. Yeah, more again Pacific theater, but they're also unacknowledged for so long. Yeah, yeah. Um, for their role in World War Two. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Like, is this is this cool or is it not cool? I mean, I feel like I always lean to well, military industrial complex. Like, it's usually just 
it's not Doesn't cool. But yeah. <laughs> whatever it it's is. It's never cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time, by the way, I think, in history that America was just good guys, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. World War II. It was the last time where it's like, and yeah, the, I mean, like, those guys are was, so fucking bad. Right. And it's the only reason why we were just good guys is because the bad guys were so much worse than us that, like... Yeah. And we still managed to take a little bit of credit from the Russians, even though it, More the whole story is like bit. America's America won the war. We still managed to spin it in like a weird way, yeah. even though it was like crystal clear the Nazis were bad guys. Although I guarantee if you're in Russia, that it, 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 it spun the other way. Well, like 12 million sure. Russians died. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot. A, a, not, like a, they just threw their people. You know, Stalin was just like, "Yeah, I don't care, whatever. Fight this fucking. We're gonna win. Seats. We're gonna win this." Yeah. <laughs> it was like for him, it's like if you're gonna kill my people, then I'm gonna kill. I kill my people. I kill my people <laughs> at you. Uh, I I love the the visual effect of the exposed decks from the holodeck. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, and it I, blew up the I, building. I had like a logistical uh, issue with this because like. The whole episode, um, Seven has like robot shit on her face, and they see these. The Nazis are, have space guns. The whole time they're fighting the the Herogen Nazis with space guns, and then when that happens, they're like, "Whoa, what is that silver stuff back there?" And I'm like, "Have you not? Is there like some? Is it, is it masking this? I just the throw. Space it, guns I just throw or? that away." Because they have the implants, and the implants just will make them pick and choose what they see and what they don't. They're like Westworld characters, man. It's yeah. like, doesn't look like anything to me. Like whatever doesn't, <laughs> whatever would make them question their reality, does not compute. Right. Which we, I want we've seen in the Herogen, holodeck before, right? For holodeck characters. Herogen Westworld. I want Ugh. that show. I mean, this is what this is, right? And yeah. that's what they yeah. pitch. They're like, hey, you should just do Westworld. It, I think that's going to be better for your culture. Like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, cool, sounds good. Speaking Thanks. of special effects, there's a moment where uh, I think, I, I can't, I don't know what's before and what's after. It all bleeds together sometimes sure. in the first and second episode. But uh, Tuvok is right next to Balana and they're both firing weapons. Um, and you see, you, you see the, the shells second. coming out of the guns. And I'm well, like, they're firing blanks. Like, yeah, based on not that, adding this in in rotoscoping later, like the gunfighting. I, I, me and Darius watched this over Zoom together, and I mentioned to him, I don't think we've ever seen like a pan gun pistol fight in Star Trek before, and like they went off when Seven and and uh, Neelix. and Neelix. Neelix get attacked, and they are like, they are firing hard yeah. like it was a, it was a crazy gunfight it was pretty cool i love that that scene is so campy when she's like wearing that beret and that sundress <laughs> yeah. and they're just running through the streets of fairhaven and shooting off that gun shoot <laughs> <laughs> um, in this episode this is also the episode where the doctor pulls seven out when she gets shot after that scene Mm-hmm. And he starts whispering into her ear the plot, and he gets so <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in there. Hey, hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. Oh, we're gonna do a little resistance. The She's doctor like, whispering is so funny to me. <laughs> I know. 
He's like, this is what conspiracy is like, right? I am going to do conspiracy. He's so excited. <laughs> She's like, can you please just, okay, I'll do it, but can you just back off two or three inches? Chill out, dude. I can feel your breath. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have one, which is weird. Um, I love when they introduce Tom as the, uh, like, Boy Scout American soldier. Um, yeah. And he says, when he's talking about Balana to uh, Chakotay, he says, great games. Great games. And, and, <laughs> and I'm, I feel like I've heard that before, but I had to look up what it meant because I was like, I don't know what that means. Gams is slang for legs. Yeah. Great gams. They love legs. <laughs> it was the era of legs. The, the era of legs. Uh, everything else was covered up. Is this in the first or the second episode uh, when uh, uh, Harry is stopped by Tom and he's like, second. all right, second. Then, second. then I'll stop. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, I don't know. I can't remember. It's all very similar you stuff. Take notes, it's so man. hard you gotta, to remember. Gotta take notes. You gotta take notes. I don't take notes. You're not a note notes. taker. I didn't take notes in school. I didn't take notes. <laughs> yeah, you're not a note taker. I should have taken I, notes. Because in honestly, if I take notes, then I stop paying attention and I start yeah. only focusing on what I'm writing. Yeah, and you would. Mm. Yeah, you're like you get a hyper focus. Yeah. I would, well, in school, wanna, it was the same way. I was just like, I will receive the information. Whatever I miss, I will read in the book later. Uh, and I, I had to take notes or else I failed. I was not a smart kid. I like how everybody <laughs> is just different, though. You yeah. just have to figure yeah. out what works for you. It's mm -hmm. not about being smart, necessarily. It's just smart in your own way. Oh, for the kids listening so back home, thank if you, you have to take notes, that's okay. If you can't take <laughs> notes and you have to do other things, that's okay. As <laughs> also okay. <laughs> uh, Should we um? Do you want to go to hop the, into the archive? The let's archive archives. it. Yeah, let's archive it. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Oh, uh, hello, Pert and Tom. Hi. What's up, Lopez? Why? I'm tired. This is weird. This these quarters don't feel like any other quarters on the ship. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, these are Vorix quarters. Uh, oh God! I recommended That's that. That's why we I just, immediately yeah. felt gross when I walked in here. Yes. Yeah. The Hyrogen said we needed to expand the holodeck, and it makes more sense to do hallways, but I thought this just needed to be wiped off. Totally cleaned out. Yeah. 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 I agree. Where's Vork, so by the pictures way? pictures of Balana. Oh. I didn't. Oh. Here's one from the bowling holodeck program event that he put together. The way he his arm floats above her shoulder. But he doesn't actually put the hand on the shoulder. It's very creepy. Did you guys see this one? Oh, go ahead, Bert. Oh, I was just going to say, this one looks like from a date with Tom. That That's weird. he clearly wasn't a part of. Yeah. It kind of looks like it was shot from far away. Is that... Did he paste his face over Tom's face? Oh, my God. Guys, look down the hallway. Do you see that? There's a dartboard with Tom's... Tom's face on it, and he's throwing darts at it. I was oh, gonna, God. I was gonna point out this giant picture of Milana that is very obviously from the crew photo that we had, and he just like cropped around everybody else. Yeah, 
super pixelated too. He's this zoomed is in. creepy. It's very strange. And, and I, I was invited here once to play Cal Toe with him, and I agreed because I was de- none, neither of you wanted to play with me, so I agreed, and I just saw all of this, and it. Anyways, I'm glad that we we are here and retrofitting this room with 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 hollow emitters. I guess this Absolutely. is one of the pluses to having the Herogens on board. And oh, and, and to answer your question, stuff. Tom, uh, Vorik ha- is in one of the most lethal programs uh, designed. It's which one's that? Well, it's it's uh, a simulation of an Earth comic called Batman, and he just keeps falling into a vat of acid. <laughs> Oh, over and over again. Over Over and over. Well, the the doctor keeps resuscitating him, but it takes a long time for him to recover. How is that that, a hunt? These guys always talk about the hunt. Is that the one that they did? Yeah, that seems a little. Is that the one that they did of of the the Adam West Batman? I, I am not familiar with the different iterations of this Batman character. I think they're trying to turn him into a hunter. Because I, I I feel like they maybe saw something in him and they're trying to. Uh, uh, yes, they know. probably mm. mistook all these images as like a, a stalking this his prey. Ex- exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. So they're trying to harden him up by dunking him. Pert, you never really you explained how, how you knew oh. the names of all the hierogen people. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Kind of what happened is they contacted me about I'd been in contact with them for a few months um, actually and Carr's actually a pretty funny guy <laughs> you guys gotta have drinks with him someday the, the head of the hierogen uh, yeah yeah he's actually pretty cool I know he's kind of fucking this whole thing right now but he's actually kind of a nice guy what do you mean uh, fucking he, this whole thing I, well you know like taking over, over the ship. ship and yeah that's what I mean that's what I meant how did by they that. even get on here like I didn't even see them well that coming. was the funny story is that like uh, we had drinks together, and uh, he told me his whole kind of plan about trying to get them off of like hunting real people and kind of just hunting in the hot in some uh, fake environment. Um, and I was like, "Hey, we have a holodeck that you can do that in." Um, so I I invited them on board to give them a tour to kind of show them what was up, and uh, <clears throat> he kind of took advantage of my uh, of generosity. my generosity. Yeah. So you're the reason why they're here? The Not reason. explicitly. I mean, I'm a part of the. I'm a part of the reason. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you're pretty explicitly the reason why they're here. I mean, if you were there when he was when he was telling me that joke about the the Klingons, you man, huh. it would have been you would have done it too. Tom, why are you wearing uh, mid twentieth century European fashion? I don't. Understand. I had an audition and I just wasn't. I had an audition and I didn't. I didn't change out of my uh, my costume. In you had an audition. audition? Yeah. Or didn't what? you guys have to audition for the different holodeck programs that were going on? They just put uh, me to work. Yeah, Car was like, "Hey, can you you know retrofit some shit?" And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> bitch." Uh, well, like, I'm not- you know, they were they were talking about doing a World War Two uh, thing, and I overheard it, so I came in. In some, uh, in some, you know, twentieth century uh, American uh, um, fatigues, because I definitely, oh man, I so wanted to play the leader of the American platoon that comes in, and instead they chose Chakotay. Yeah, well, which Chakotay uh, I, is a commander. Yeah, but he knows nothing. He knows nothing about that. 
time period. He's literally he is Native American. He he's more yeah. American than any of us here. I'm not talking about that. Yes, 100% more American than anyone here, but it, that time period of World War II and like I've done a lot yeah, of but- simulations with Tom Paris about it, and so like I know a lot about World War II, and it would have made more sense for me and Tom to be buddied up in that situation yeah, but like you know that they have those little implants that give them all that they play those roles it's against their will are you aware of this correct none of them want yeah. to do that yeah yeah no i i get that but this for example like if, if that were the case tom then i would be the bartender in the bar because tuvok does not know how to make cocktails but okay, i know i was confused I why you weren't the bartender because you make great a 20th century American thank or you. 20th century human cocktails. You've had my gimlets. Yeah, yeah you've They're had delicious. my sidecars. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. But uh, that is not how they... They just seem to have picked everybody on the bridge arbitrarily mm-hmm. to be... Except for Ensign Kim, of course, to, to be in there. Tuvok well, only knows how to make one drink. It's a, it's a Jack and Coke. They had to, like, reprogram. It's not even good Jack and Coke. No, it's a, it's, have you had his Jack and Coke? It's, it's like unbelievable. You would think that, like... Having too much Jack in a Jack and Coke would be okay because I like whiskey, but for some reason it just does. I like I don't know if he uses the knockoff Coke and the knockoff Jack. It's but an like, RC Cola, actually. Yes, it's. it's are a you mess. guys not a fan of his Jack? I'm a. I think it's one of the best Jack and Cokes I've ever had. What? Perch. Okay, I mean that's. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, mean to. What is this? I'm I'm looking under the sofa here and. Mm. Is this a blow up? Okay, I is this can't a blow do this. Up any, this is, can we just like is, we incinerate everything in here? Yeah, I don't, like that I, is I, disgusting. I not touch anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bork is a creep. Mm-hmm. Big time weirdo, as we say on Vulcan. <laughs> Big time weirdo. All right. We're still talking about the holodeck. Because if you want to just yes, kind of like holodeck. jump into rating it, because I think that'll like tie up loose ends. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Cool. Let's party. All right. Well, again, this is part one. So Dylan and I are going to have to police Darius on this because he's yeah. going to yes. keep throwing stuff. Because he doesn't out. take notes. I didn't take notes. <laughs> just take notes, buddy. <laughs> just take notes. Like I said, if I take notes, then I start focusing on what I'm writing because I have to like, speak to myself when I write. If I don't take notes, I don't remember any of my thoughts <laughs> like, at all. Like raises his hand in the middle of the test. Hey, uh, I don't understand. Like this is. All, did I get the whole test? It's like, well, we're do we're taking that test on chapter fifteen next week, Darius. It's like I don't know. I don't take notes. I just I don't like, take no notes. notes. I don't know. <laughs> it's like when you study the wrong chapter, yeah. and yeah, and then like, you get the test for uh, a different chapter, and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and then you just start answering the questions for the answers that you want to answer yeah. that you studied, like, and you're well, like, "I know the material." Just different material. I've, I've answered four out of 20 questions with the knowledge that I have. Um, hopefully I got those. There's some new concepts in there that I had to basically teach myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay, incredible. well, let's, let's okay, just let's jump into it. this. Let's uh, rank it. The, the dialogue in this episode. Um, I like it. Great games. Great Gams is great. Uh, I, there's a Klingon. We the when Neelix the is a Klingon, yeah. and he goes, "There's no enemy as great as hunger." And I just like I love 
that the personalities of these people is shining through the like neural mm-hmm. implant. Like yeah. Neelix is a Klingon, but he's still a <laughs> trying to feed everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no enemy. Yeah, even in like. even in the the World War II segment, he's got the bread and shit. Yeah. He's right. like psyched to feed everyone. <laughs> Tuvok is security. I mean, I, I, we're mm-hmm. getting off track, but yeah, uh, kind of. The the hierogen is like, tell me, why are we the master race? Uh, yeah, and I love there's the, the little line where he's like, he's asking the guy, he's like, is it a fair hunt? And I I, I kind of like love the hierogens because they're like, they're kind of psychopaths, but they have this like odd like code of like, we don't want to fight, we don't want to hunt somebody that isn't equipped to be hunted. Like yeah. we don't want to just like hunt some people who can't fight for themselves we like we want to hunt people who are like right it's like well dude pick on somebody your own size like you came in here these guys were defenseless like yeah it's kind of like how the borg don't assimilate certain species because like that's not gonna be not a threat not a threat (laughs) it's not gonna be helpful we're just gonna skip the case on they're just a fucking mess we don't (laughs) if we put them in the hive mind it would just fuck everything up fuck it all yeah um uh I, yeah, so yeah, that looks pretty good. I liked it. The, yeah, it's, it's very of the time. And again, when when the stuff shines through, like when Seven is like, I uh, like I do not wish to do this activity anymore or whatever. When her like mm-hmm. <laughs> implant changes. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about her singing or lip syncing or whatever. Great. I was gonna say, was that was that her actually was singing? singing? I don't know. Singing? It doesn't say. Like, Memory Alpha doesn't say. <sighs> I feel like she was lip syncing. Because it sounded like a, like it that could be her good. voice if she was singing. Well, yeah. Well, probably what they did is they ADR'd it. She probably yeah. mouthed it on set and then they ADR'd it so it would be perfectly balanced. Totally. Anyways, I'm going to give this episode's dialogue score a four. Oh, you read my mind. You read my mind. Four as well. I was going to give it a four. Whoa. Quadreros. Quadreros. Okay, how about that pew, pew. romance? There's some romance is, going on here. This is like, cla- I mean, the second episode has more romance, yeah. but they hint on it with the games and whatnot. Yeah, they they set up this like the, this couple that needs to reunite, and there's the love triangle of Taurus and the Nazi and mm-hmm. uh, Brigitte. Great games, just love it. Great I don't, games. Great games. I don't, great games. I don't know if if uh, Balana and the Nazi is love. That That's just feels love. like she was like, I have an in here. She's using him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think when the when the the Nazi, I think for the Nazi, it's love. He's like, I found myself a French lady. She's mine. Yeah. I've conquered her. That's true. Uh, but for her, it's it's Bellana style. Um, <clears throat> I'll give it a three. Uh, I was gonna give it a two. I was gonna give it a two five. Great. All right, that leaves us action. Uh. Five big five. It's a five. This is the most action it I think ends we've with ever an explosion. Ex- <laughs> they jump away from an explosion. They blow up building. There's gun. Sh- There's gunfights in the streets. This There's is probably fucking- the most action I've seen. Tupac <laughs> with a machine gun. By the way, and I'll even say like, uh, and then there's the Klingon scenes where Janeway's fighting the Klingons. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for yeah, it's definitely a five for me. Like this is well, even more action than uh, than um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Bashir, Armin Bashir. Oh, Armin, for sure. oh, definitely. Yeah, 
That's a Quinteros, baby. Yeah, Quinteros. Easy Quinteros. Quinteros. Uh, suspense. I think for like the first quarter or third of the episode, you're like, I I need context. What's happening exactly? Like there's a yeah. sort of a what is happening thing, but I don't think it's necessarily handled super well because they don't give mm-hmm. us enough information. They don't build the suspense of them being in the resistance quite at all. Yeah. Like the right. Nazis and the K- the the Hirogen aren't really sniffing around at all. Like they're not they're not on to them. Yeah. So there's no real suspense there. It's just like, oh, they're in the resistance and they're gonna like we know that they win. Yeah. So like there's that one scene where Balana and Janeway are decoding messages. And I was just like, what is the angle for this scene? I'm not watching a World War II movie, but you're just straight up just doing a World War II movie. So I, there, like, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a lot of, like, there was a lot of suspense there, but they weren't playing it well. Like, mm-hmm. they could have played it way better. Yeah. Along I those With- lines, I think they could, what they could have done a better job of, which they kind of had a little bit going on, is the uh, mirroring of the resistance in World War II in the holodecks with the resistance on Voyager with Harry yes. Kim like doing stuff under 100%. the Herogen's nose and stuff like that. There could have been more there. Like they could have had a couple more members outside of the holodeck and we could yeah. have seen like that. I would have, exactly. More. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. They're going to do that, right? And they just kind of didn't. It feels like maybe they figured out that thematic parallelism late in the writing of it. And yeah. like, well, we don't have the time to restructure this entire thing, but that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. finding a way to like one by one, like reprogram every person, but they just did seven, you know? If, um, if, if uh, I would have made this like a, a three-parter arc mm-hmm. that like it, it takes place over the, like the course of maybe like three months. Yeah. Like first episode is pretty much straight, but like, Every once in a while, a character kind of like snaps out of it or is like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I, feel, I have these memories I don't understand or like I have these dreams, you know, kind of like Westworldy. The second episode, they start pulling people in, out of out of the holodeck, but they're doing that thing that you said, I think it was Dylan, about like pretending that they are still fully yeah. in it. And then the third episode is just the battle war. Mayhem. And we yeah. see outside of the holodeck a lot more. We see like yeah. Harry Kim and a few other people like – uh, going about their business, but having like the resistance uh, aspect. So like they're in the mess hall and they're like tr- playing it safe, but also like talking and like decoding messages and stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah, that would have been I'd, awesome. I give this a two for suspense because it's there. They just didn't like one take five. advantage of it. Uh, I'll give it a two as well. Camp. It's pretty campy. There's some campy. Gam lounge singing, the white tuxedo that Janeway is wearing. Uh, Neelix uh, playing a uh, Klingon. Klingon. (laughs) It's pretty campy. Neelix on the bike. Just Neelix? Just Neelix. If if Neelix gets to play anything, it's Uh, always going to be hella campy. Also, we haven't talked about this, but the uniform is the resistance member. They wear the black turtlenecks. Yeah. They look sick. (laughs) They look look cool. Uh, For me, it's, it's it's a five. It's a yeah, it's a five. I think for me it's as a well. five. It's a Quinteros. Quinteros Double numero Quinteros. dos. Damn. Double Quinteros. It's okay, a couple of our lower scores are going to balance those things out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stakes. Do we feel the stakes? 
Because the stakes are there. I didn't. Like, yeah. yeah. It's weird because like people could die, right? The, the safeties are off. The high origin are actively hunting them. But they're not. They're letting them live. That's the weird part. And they're triaging them. There's a yeah. ton of danger. Also, Voyager could blow up because they keep fucking hot wiring the holodeck. Like, yeah. technically speaking, the stakes are very high. And yet, I don't feel them. I agree with you. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel them. And I think dramatically, part of, the, yeah. part of the reason I don't feel them is whenever somebody gets shot, it's always like they get shot with a BB gun and like, <laughs> yeah. like in the leg. There's like, there's no yeah. like, yeah, like, this is the second episode. I'm not going to talk about it. But when they get shot uh, running uh, away, like uh, uh, Seven and, and Neelix. Neelix, you're just like, Neelix. oh, you got shot with a BB gun. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, this is network television in the right. 90s. So they couldn't show like, you know, crewman Daniels get rolled into the sick bay with like half his legs skull cut off. And like, the doctor's like, what, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> What the, oh what are you God. doing? What, but we've seen, is... we've seen like the episode in um, in DS Nine. I know it's a little later, but it's going on around the same time with uh, uh, Jake Sisko and uh, Bashir, where they're on the planet and they get thrown oh, yeah, into this war, crazy. and you just hear the the everyone like screaming and like yeah. all that stuff, like. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't feel like there was enough of that to make me feel like the stakes were there. I agree. There's a lot of tell, don't show. So I would have loved to see a Herogen walk in to sick bay, holding a dude missing like a leg, a few arms, and like his face all fucked up, and he just like throws him on things like you got to fix him, <laughs> and then just like leaves. The guy's like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Boss wants to kill this guy again. You want to fix him? You got to fix, fix him. <laughs> Doctor's like, good lord, Jesus Christ, <laughs> fuck! But I mean, the stakes are there. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, they could die. We find out the safeties are off. Like I, underutilized. I, I think I'm just like, again. it should be a five, but I gotta penalize it because dramatically, aesthetically, totally. they just didn't do it, and I'm gonna give it a four. Oh, whoa! I was gonna give it like a three because I didn't feel the stakes at all. I'll do it. Yeah, I, I was going to give it a 2.5 because similar to suspense, it, the, all the elements are there. They just didn't utilize them really at all. Fair. I, I, I think that's totally valid. I just have to go by what we usually do. We usually argue stakes up, and I had to that's argue true. it down for myself today. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I like your... Um, computer, give us our final score. Calculating. 3.58. It's pretty high. That's pretty high. Yeah. You're going to hate to hear this, Dylan. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck this. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Take Honestly, me out to the Hollow Suites. Rain in the top 10 lasted are one you week. Are fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know what? There's still this a second a, episode. There's still a part this two. This hurts a little bit less because I, this is a solid holodeck episode. It is. Even though all the it gripes is. that we've had, yeah. this is a banger of a holodeck totally. episode. Yeah. So this hurts less than it being below some bullshit episodes. Like spirit that, folk. Like, yeah, like spirit folk. 
Come on, man. Come on, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, so next week, uh, we'll be doing part two. Mm-hmm. So listen to that, and we'll we'll get mm-hmm. we'll get Darius up to speed on which elements are there. No, all uh, the elements I want to talk about apparently are in part two. Part two, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will be Darius's episode, uh, folks. So please subscribe to our podcast if you enjoyed this, and if you haven't haven't subscribed yet, it, it'll just mm-hmm. deliver you our episodes directly to your phone. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Right. Uh, yeah, I like I led with the one that has like a 05 percent market share. So Google definitely. <laughs> Look for us on Google Podcasts. <laughs> we got to figure something out because we our episodes no longer uh, update on Anchor, and I know nobody who listens to us on Anchor is gonna hear this. But mm. if for some reason you do listen to us on Anchor and you decided to like listen to an episode and it happens to be this episode on a different podcasting platform, stop listening to us on Anchor because we don't yeah. have any more episodes. So it's just there. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. If you're feeling so generous, uh, give us a rate and a, a comment on on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts because so that's very helpfully. Um, uh, we're also on Discord. Mm-hmm. Check out the Discord. You can find uh, the Discord link in our Instagram. Instagram uh, at Trek to the Holodeck. We do have a yes. Twitter at Trek to the Deck. We do not use it as much, but it is there if you are a Twitter person. Tweeter, a tweeter, a tweeter. Um, <clears throat> the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Yeah. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. And we are a fan pa- podcast to CBS Viacom. Please leave us alone. We don't want you to bother us anymore. Stop showing up at my front door and slipping threatening letters uh, under my door, Viacom CBS. Super passive aggressive. Real super weird. Super passive aggressive. Real yeah, weird. It's super weird. And all the letters say like, hey, I don't mean to bother you right now, but you we're going to do something really do. bad you if aren't. you... Yeah. Like when you are when you say that, it means that you are. You are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it said, have a nice day, winky face. Yeah. It's like, what does the uh, winky face mean? Really? You know what's a crazy exactly. thing? is I did have a nice day after that. I had a yeah. great yeah. day. In spite of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, yeah. So, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Okay. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All hollow simulations have been terminated.